Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Monday morning episode. Um, I'll I'll just come out and just update you on the prediction league first, if mm. you like. Uh, you got nine points. Wow! This weekend, Sam, you correctly predicted Burnley nil, Man City two, um, and Sunderland one, Gillingham nil. Oh, hey. So well done there. That's that makes it even sweeter, doesn't it? Getting that one right. Yeah, it does. But, um, I got six points. Results spot got five, so you're four points clear now. As we and this push. is easily the best race. So this is the fourth <laughs> season we've it? done this, isn't it? Isn't it? And you know this what? Is... I don't know if we, I don't know if we do this every season, but I, I sometimes say that we should. I don't remember if we always do, but on the last day of the season, we have to predict all of the Premier League games. Yes, and a bonanza of prediction. It's going to be chaos. A, yeah, bonanza. Exactly. Um, a fucking carnival be... of pandemonium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there you are. I thought I'd update that before we go any further. That's great. Um, you That's you great. said three one to West Ham, and it was two one. Were you were you there this afternoon? No, because I've been away for the weekend, so I got back home just in time for kick off. All right, um, okay. On uh, on the TV, and then I, as soon as it ended, I shut my body down. Good. Because I've been driving all morning. Because I've been I've been in Wales, and then I went to my brother's house in Gloucestershire, which is like not that far from Cardiff, right? To stay the night to to kip over. I used his home as an Airbnb, and then is he wearing his beard? He was wearing his beard. Yeah, how was it? But his his nose had healed, which I was disappointed (laughs) about. But uh, what I did was because you know. I was in Cardiff at this gig. I left at about 10.30. I got to his at about midnight. And it's a little cottage in the middle of fucking nowhere, pitch black, mm. you know, in the Cotswolds. Mm. Yeah. And he'd left the front door unlocked because that's what country folk do. That's what they do, yeah. They don't give a fuck, right? Yeah. Why, would, so I cr- why, would, why wouldn't you leave it open? You know? I know, it was fu- but it felt fu- like fucking madness to me. But anyway... I got in. The dog was delighted to see me. Oh, the dog, yeah. Useless dog fucking sitting. guard dog. But yeah. apparently it recognised me, so it was. It gave me a warm welcome. And the only request I put, because I knew him and his missus would be in bed, and I was coming back with my other brother, Theo, there, and we just we had texted and said, just make sure that you record Match of the Day. I never watch Match of the Day because I can't be bothered. It's late. <laughs> I'll be, yeah. I like going to bed. And also, it's like, now I'm just not interested in non-West Ham football, right? <laughs> and fucking watch all those other fucking teams playing football, right? Um, but for me, as a West Londoner, Brentford 4, Chelsea 1 at Stamford oh. Bridge is a fucking, like, historical... Because growing up where I grew up, like, there's so much fucking banter between all the different 
West London clubs and Chelsea are just universally fucking despised right and Brentford were always like my second team so I grew up right there next to the ground but Brentford were always bottom of the pile do you know what I mean out of the four West London clubs it was traditionally Chelsea then QPR sometimes Fulham over the last 20 years and Brentford bottom of the pile Brentford turning up and smashing the shit out of Chelsea which is what they did (laughs) I mean, they yeah. smashed the shit out of them. They didn't just beat them for one. It was like every goal was smashed aggressively into yeah. the back of the net. And, and three every of goal, them in the every goal was a ten, thunder bastard. Three of them in the space of 10 minutes as well. Oh, it was astonishing. And I never watched those games, but we texted from this gig and we just went, we both went, fucking record match of the day. We need to see he came this. into his house yeah. late at night, sat down quietly. The dog came and sat on my lap. We switched on the the recording, fast-forwarded all through the preamble, watched the game. As soon as the game ended, press stop, went to bed. That was all we needed. We didn't need to see any of the post-match interviews or anything like that. Nothing like that. No, quite right. We'd just seen it, and it was astonishing. I cannot imagine how those Brentford fans felt. I could a bit imagine, because I saw them in the crowd. It's just like beyond fucking comprehension. In the years when Brentford were like near the bottom of the championship or in League One, and Chelsea were like fucking running riot in the earlier Bramovich years. Did you see that Incredible. guy in the crowd when the, after the fourth goal had went in and the Brentford players all run over at the corner and he kind of risen up above the rest of the crowd and he was going absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know if he'd if he'd risen if he'd levitated himself or yeah. not. Whether he, he was just standing on the chair in front of him or what. They must have just been experiencing pure unadulterated joy, the likes yeah. of which I don't think I can even. Imagine, because I was talking to my brother about it and I was like, you can't really compare it to anything because, like, we could win in... Like, if West Ham thrashed one of our rivals in a derby, right? It's... You've done it before. You've beaten the teams before. Yeah. You play them a lot. There's always the next game, which sometimes mm. is just a matter of fucking weeks later. So it doesn't feel as special. But this was a fixture that, you know, 10 years ago, you might have thought might never happen again at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In, in a cup. A yeah, cup maybe it happened again. It's fucking happened in the Premier League at Stamford Bridge and they backed them. There's no... So Sunderland got Newcastle in the cup and beat them 4-0 at St. James's Park next season. That would be a great feeling. You'd be yeah. you'd be ecstatic. But it still wouldn't compare no, to what happened in Brentford-Chelsea. No, totally because Sunderland have played Newcastle loads of times and beaten them loads of times and uh, although it's special every time it's not unique what happened yesterday was just like that gig they were like that they were experiencing a joy that i was unable to relate to and probably will be forever unless we get to the fa cup final maybe in like batter fucking tottenham five nil or something like that yeah but even and so the, the, the icing on the kick for me was um ericsson's goal which mm. wasn't wasn't completely a thunder bastard. It was sort of like um, stroked in, but they just yeah. absolutely tore the yeah. defence apart. Yeah, and it just, was just, I just so, had a, all the goals were so thrilling, weren't they? Yeah, I just had a massive smile on my face just seeing Ericsson doing that because the trauma that that we all went through watching him on that pitch just over a year ago, and yeah. now he's come back. Yeah, it's and amazing, just, isn't it? Just it, it's just it's sweet as fuck. 
Because we I were all, like, I would say every football fan was fucking ashen faced. I remember exactly where I was. We had there was quite a lot of kids around, and it was like, fuck what? Mm. Oh my god! I panicked. I thought, how am I? What, how am I going to explain what's happening? Someone's yeah. fucking dying on telly. And at one gone. point, we were yeah. all sure he was dead. Yeah. Because there was tears and everything, wasn't there? Yeah. I saw a tweet yesterday. Someone had posted something that might have been printed somewhere else, but um, quite an interesting statistic uh, regarding, kind of indirectly regarding Frank Lampard if you like mm. and it says that since Everton last scored at Stamford Bridge Christian mm. Eriksen has scored there moved to Italy scored a hat-trick won the Serie A died come back to life <laughs> re- returned to the Premier League and scored there again <laughs> <laughs> oh my god God, I think I'm going to get a T-shirt with Christian Eriksen on. I think he might be taking over from Jamie Vardy as my favourite non-West Ham yeah. footballer. Yeah. And I tell oh, you what, as well, he's great. always been some player. Yeah. And when they signed him, I thought, oh, no one else wants him. But mm. yesterday he looked sublime. Not just the Didn't goal, he? but some yeah. of the... You know, I mean, I only saw the highlights, but some of the passes he picked out. And you remember, there was a period where he was the best player in that position in the Premier League. Oh, completely, completely. I mean, that Spurs team, and then he kind of mm. decided, I'm off, and he had the pick of where yeah. he went to, pretty much. Um, I mean, it, it didn't end well because there was the, all that contractual fallout and everything, but yeah, I mean, he was just an outstanding player, and if, if that if he comes back to just three quarters of that, he's still going to be... Um, yeah, I don't brilliant. even know if he's actually signed to Brentford beyond the end of this season. Yeah, anyway, I don't know, I think I don't know been... if just end of the season I'm not sure because obviously we're not I'm thinking we're not fucking getting get West Ham <laughs> <laughs> I'd feel really awful if West Ham got him now though because I sort of feel like yes I mean like you know he owes Brentford one that manager of Brentford who I like but also fear um, he uh, he's he, he's a good guy and he's mm. fucking picked him up off the scrap heap effectively hasn't he and then that was a romantic moment which in these yeah. times of football being such such a hateful cesspit, mm. you need moments like that, don't you, to sort of restore mm. some s- s- small iota of faith in the game. I am um, speaking of hate. I uh, mm. I taught my son a footballing lesson that I, th- I thought he knew, but it clearly didn't. Because mm. when the first goal went in in that match, Rudiger scored it from fucking thirty yards oh, out or something. That's that's a contender for goal of the season. Great. I love a goal. I, I, there was a stat it said it was the furthest that a goal yeah. had been scored yeah. in the Premier League for like 20 years or something for, like, like that for Chelsea yeah furthest furthest distance goal for 20 years or something like that yeah it was great Nutter. and it was Rudiger that scored it and uh, my son went oh that's that's a shame I says um, what do you mean I says he says because be, he's leaving in the summer I said who's it a shame for he says for Chelsea I said son fuck Chelsea yeah I, I said fuck listen fuck in the eye in it, I said in any given situation the answer is always fuck Chelsea yeah and, and actually always has been um, yeah. for any kids listening don't for a moment think that just because it tra- it's transpired that their fucking owner is effectively a war criminal by proxy right <laughs> <laughs> the, it, it was always fuck Chelsea. Of course, back decades. Yeah. Before Abramovich, it was fuck Chelsea. Yeah. Right. Before Ken Bates, it was fuck Chelsea. Fuck um, Chelsea. Milk, milk, milk Cup semi-final second leg, nineteen eighty-five, when they like, they had a riot because Sunderland were beating them at Stamford Bridge in the semi-final of the Milk Cup. So fuck they Chelsea. 
Yeah, fuck right. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. So, uh, silly club. Um, so, well, you mentioned the hateful cesspit of football. Did you watch the World Cup draw the other day? Nah, I didn't Did even know it was bother? going on until it started seeing on Twitter. Yeah, I, still- I, I will say that I was the Sun, which is also, you know, obviously awful and hateful. Uh, but it did at least back in the old days, it did do fantastic covers, didn't it? Like Freddie Star ate my hamster, <laughs> yeah. etc. <Iconic>. Right? <laughs> a lot of fucking great covers. They did know how to do a fucking funny headline, right? Yeah, and. It just like, you know, all these newspapers now, I mean, I'm sure the sun must run at a loss. It's just like embarrassing for Murdoch to shut it down. All these print things, they just keep them going because they tell themselves that the brand is of value whilst it just loses them loads and loads of money. Yeah. And so clearly they're just, I mean, it's fucking run on a shoestring. And the front cover of the sun on Friday after the World Cup draw had been made the whole front cover, not the back page, splashed on the front cover was It's Iranian Men, right? Oh, yeah. And I had to, and I stood in the forecourt of Tesco's, right? Tesco Extra, staring yeah. at this, thinking, what the fuck is this? What, what is that? <laughs> with this. It's Iranian Men. And then I, I had to piece it together. Oh, okay, right. England have drawn Iran... And they're happy about that. Why, I don't know. They're just assuming that Iran is shit. Wait for fucking Iran to beat us, by the way. Remember this day, but they'll probably end up fucking winning, right? We've Certainly, we've lost to shitter teams than Iran in World mm. Cups. Or, like, we've certainly been embarrassed by shitter teams. Mm. Anyway, they've gone, yeah, it's Iranian men, hallelujah. Oh, it's a reference to the Weather Girls track from the year 1984, right? Yeah. So... Less than half of your fucking readers are going to get that cultural reference, for starters. Secondly, it's rooted in something really spurious, which is, oh, that's really easy because we're playing Iran, right? None of them Mm. and none of us know if Iran are good or not, right? And lastly, it's just awful. It doesn't scan. It's just terrible, mate. It's Iranian men, hallelujah. It just doesn't make any sense. Nothing. I would have thought... For me, if I'd been there uh, at the Sun, I would have said, "Well, can we do something with what's her name? The the the, the lady who wasn't a spy but was imprisoned as a spy? Oh yeah, Nazarene, yeah. Nazarene Fairclough. Yeah, <laughs> was that her name? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Okay, Nazarene Fairclough, and um, it's a Korean history yeah. character. <laughs> I would do something with her. That would have been my first instinct. Do you think like, she would have done know, something with the sun? Like a, revenge. A no, no, I would have photoshopped her face oh, onto right, yeah. the World Cup trophy yeah. and had Southgate holding it aloft. And then I would mm. have had the Shah of Iran crying and I would have just said, do it for Nazarene. You could England have recreated. get their chance. Southgate to set out to revenge for wrongful imprisonment. You could have recreated the Bobby Moore 1966 photo with Nazarene's head on Bobby Moore's head holding yeah. the World Cup and then you've got Southgate helping lift her up and then somewhere you've got, like you say, the Ayatollah crying. And, uh, what, yeah, I mean, obviously, image. you and I both share a fascination with, and in my case, a love of, the sentimental memes <laughs> around our national identity. And uh, most of oh, them yeah. involve... 
Sir Captain Tom, Colonel Tom, mm. King of Our Hearts. Yeah. All right. Right. Um, obviously, Diana is often a good one as well. Of course. There was some great ones going around after the uh, World Cup draw. I don't know if you saw them. Don't see anything. <laughs> there, there was, there's always a celestial thing in the background. Much mm. like the celestial backdrop we used for you when you dressed up when as I was Diana. Diana in heaven, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's like a ghostly sort of um, image of Diana and another one of Captain Tom. And then mm. in the foreground, it's Southgate and Harry Kane. And uh, Southgate's <laughs> in his waistcoat. Harry Kane is inexplicably wearing a Spurs shirt. They're holding the World Cup. And across the, the clouds of heaven, it just says, win it for them. <laughs> but, but, guess who else is there? You're thinking, obviously, Captain Tom, tick. Captain Tom. Diana, yeah. tick. Yeah. This one's extra special. They've chucked Churchill in as well, you cunt. Whoa, fucking hell. They've revved it up to maximum, maximum why, power. Why, why Churchill? Is it because we're in a time of war? What, what's that about? What's the significance of Churchill? You're going to represent England at a World Cup in the, very much the heartland of football, Qatar. Mm. Right? Oh, of course, um, yeah. They, love, they fucking love their football there, don't they, in Qatar? Right? Oh, so I've done. You go, you're going to uh, Qatar to represent your nation. And when you go out there onto that pitch, you're thinking of... What? Who are we representing? We're representing the ghost of Sir Captain Colonel Tom, the ghost mm -hmm. of Princess Diana, Queen of Our Hearts, mm -hmm. and the ghost of Winston Churchill. Yeah. Big, roly-poly racist <laughs> Winston yeah. Churchill. Cigar stinking. Drunken Tory Winston <laughs> Churchill. Did you like that Tory MP with the coke chopped out on a baking tray today? I um, I think that cocaine dealers across the world will have been distraught at seeing that because it's immediately rendered cocaine as the least cool drug you could ever <laughs> want to have. Yeah, it's so right. They're just the photograph of oh. him there. It's Do like, you know what though? It really, cocaine is that. It, it's a, well, it's, it already is. Yeah, I was thinking that. It really. Yeah. No, but you're you're so right. I'd never thought of it like that, and it really encapsulates it. Like it's a naff thing. It's a wanker's it's, drug. It's, it, it's a it's a wanker's drug, and it's so fucking naff. And a bloke like that doing it off his upturned fucking yeah. baking tray, yeah. right? You just think, yeah, that sums up. That sums up. You know, it's like I was saying the other day, the Six Nation wankers, it kind of yeah. fits in with that vibe. Totally. He's sat there, he's, he's framed, he's created that scene and framed that yeah. shot with plants there and everything. And then he's he sat thinks down. it makes him look a bit rock either, and roll. Either, either someone's took that photograph for him or he's fucking positioned his iPhone standing up and he's used the timer on the camera oh, to take oh that pic. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't and know who, man he, who he was sending it a senior, to or what, but... senior government minister. Is he? And he is taking the time, or he's a government minister, right? He's involved. He's taking the time to, to rack out a load of lines on a fucking baking tray, which no one's ever done. Although I baking did say, tray. I saw it this morning, I was with my brothers, and I said, fucking hell. I said, it. what a cunt. And I went, mind you, if I was still in the game... I'd probably have been looking at that thinking, oh, nice idea. 
That's a surface I've never <laughs> utilised before. Yeah, quirky. I'll make a mental note of that. <laughs> I'm always looking for new surfaces. That's new what angles. I was like in the yeah. old days. I'm always looking. I'm always looking out the whole time. Every day is like a research mission for me. Progress. Um, John Niven, the brilliant novelist, actually commented <laughs> on that on Twitter. He's obviously r- relentlessly hilarious. Yeah. And he wrote, he wrote, fuck me. Even I've fucking never done it off a baking tray. <laughs> he went, and I've flattened lanes out on all sorts of things. He goes, from Bibles to bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Bibles to bombs. <laughs> fucking beautiful. Oh, man. So good. It's like distraction, though, because I was going to ask you if you'd seen the mascot for the World Cup. Because obviously this is yeah, it's a ghost, we... isn't it? It's a ghost. It's yeah. a fucking ghost. Yeah. The, I know. What? I was delighted. It, I know. It's like to me, I how, was just like, well, of course, it's a ghost. We've we've done a series of World Cup episodes in the past <laughs> where we talked extensively about the mascots at each tournament. It's yeah. like they've. It, it's like it's our dream come true. They've made it a ghost, but some people then began to point out. Does it represent the ghost of all the workers that died while yes. <laughs> built in the stadiums? Wow. Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Sam is just now walking across the Vita Modular uh, Pod Studio. Get- he's just put the light on. Get- it was getting a bit fucking dark, wasn't it? I couldn't even it see was, myself see in you. the screen. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. So... Um. Yeah, yeah, it couldn't seen... be. It's peaked up like time machine, and I was delighted. And I, I mean, I did think, have we influenced <laughs> this in some way? Because okay. I think we're now major influences in football fan culture, and I think that they've the the Qataris who love their football. Mm. I mean, they don't need to sort of research this stuff because they. You know, they've always been at the fucking heart of the beautiful yeah, game. Fo- they live and breathe it. Football runs through them like like in a stick of Blackpool rock. You know, cut if, them if open cut and them, they bleed football. If you cut them, footballs fall out. Yeah. Right? One football will fall out. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Out of the guts. 
Ah! That was my impression of how an Arab would respond if you cut their guts open. Probably. Uh, but but the, the, like, the, the uh, ghost, incidentally, the ghost also has what seems to be blood stains on it as well, which is oh slightly unsettling, and uh, it kind of enhances that theory that it it just represents the ghosts of everyone that died to make this World Cup happen, which is something that I do, don't know. It's, Andy, it's, it's do, not a PR victory, feel, is it? Do you feel that we, as free podcasters of the land and yeah. highly influential football influencers, do we even recognise this World Cup as a World Cup? I don't mean we've talked about it before, and I think we've both said that um, we will not recognise it. We will we'll boycott it. We will have no no part in it. But then I think we went on to say that, but then again, if we're not actually paying anything towards it and we're not buying any of the products that are advertised or linked with it, stickers, then mm. it's literally free to air and there's no harm done in us watching it that was our, our moral get around I think for watching I will it. express my moral objections and I will get on my high horse <laughs> Yeah, I will get on the highest moral fucking high horse I can find Yeah, but can I promise not to be hypocritical no I will always no, same here. I will always be a hypocrite I think it's a, a good thing to be hypocritical I think it's human mm. to be hypocritical is, and yeah. I think that ideological purity, which a lot of people seem to chase these days, is oh, not a good way to live. So much conflict. It's, 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 it's unhealthy. Is, I'm also weak, and I'm going to yeah, find it very same. hard not to buy stickers. For me, <laughs> it's going to be really oh, hard not to buy stickers. I, I wasn't thinking for a minute about buying stickers or going down that road. Well, I was now, just thinking about actually watching it on the free-to-air channels that it's on. I'm not buying any stickers. If someone sends me some stickers, I'll put them in a book. But, Who's um, going to send you stickers? Do you get stickers sent to you? Is that the level you're operating now? No, I'm not going to send to me, <laughs> oh. but... D- did you not go to well, that like, thing at, at the advertising agency in London a few years ago? Which was no, the I never sticker, went to that. The sticker book Funny enough, night. Someone mentioned that. My brother went to that. Did you see him there, Theo Peter? was at that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I met Theo there for the first time, I think. But, yeah. Um, he was yeah, talking about it this we weekend. Just, we just got... There was two teams and we just were given a massive box of stickers I think it was Euro 2012 and two <laughs> albums and it was a race to see who could fill the books the first the quickest grown and we men. had beer and snacks grown men. And it was grown men. many yeah, of them grown fathers men. yeah grown men yeah. <laughs> some grandfathers it was, um, it, was, it was great fun well, what, it so you hope that those lads those, those high flying ad executives will send you some stickers again yeah, well, I did. I got, I got, I got given a load that were left over for for my son, because my son was like five at the time. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll do that again. If, Hello. As, as long as I have to pay for it or endorse it in any way. Hello, <laughs> Dick, Dick Face and Nancy Boy, advertising <laughs> solutions. How can I help you? Yeah, put it through to the boss. Tell him it's Andy Dawson. I want my stickers. It's World Cup <laughs> times coming around again. And I haven't had any of his stickers in the post yet. <laughs> I'm afraid he's a, he's in a meeting. Yeah, well, fucking leave a message. Just say Andy Dawson's stickers. He'll know what I mean. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I've moved house since last time. Oh, can I take down on your address? No, you fucking can't. Bing! <laughs> Work it out. Work it out for yourself. You're supposed to be so fucking clever at your fancy ad agencies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, but, um, I, I heard another sticker anecdote. I've, I've heard lots of sticker anecdotes recently. I was told about a multi-millionaire sort of hedge fund type cunt, right? Mm. Who um, was getting his fucking house done up, you know, his sort of outrageous house where they, you know, they dig down now into the basements. Yeah. That's what all the rich people we've, do. We've talked about this before. There's that rumour that they just de- leave the diggers down there because it's more expensive to get them well, out. The digging, or impossible. The digging men or the digging yeah. machines. Well, oh. if, it's, if it's in Qatar, who knows? The digging men can't get out. Leave them. <laughs> bury them. Bury them in lime. <laughs> they need ladders. I've already spent enough on this project. I'm not getting ladders now as they well. They eat the ladders. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, he, no, the, um, the, the machines, the excavation machines, they just leave they them just down there. Leave them. They can't get them out. It's disgusting. But I don't this know if country, that's true or not. It's, all, it, it's come out even more since this whole war thing. It's like, this country's just up for fucking sale. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. That, uh, and do you know why? No one gets it right. And they think, oh, no, not England. Let me tell you something. Not you, but just anyone who thinks that we're like a proper fucking country like Germany or France or yeah. fucking anywhere decent, right? Yeah. To Sweden, Denmark. <laughs> right. We're not we're like the countries. A, we're a tin pot operation. We're a tiny fucking island, right? And the only reason we were powerful and influential for years is because we had the fucking empire, right? Yeah. Because we enslaved loads of fucking countries. Then we got rid of that, right? And then, well, at least we had a lot of industry, but then that sold that off, right? And then after that, all we had left was our membership of the EU. Now that's gone too. Everything is for sale. It's like a fire sale. Do you remember when Chris Evans broke up with Billy Piper? He went yeah. bananas and he set up a stall at Camden Market and sold every one of his possessions. Yeah, that's yeah. Britain now. That's Britain. <laughs> Britain's like a demented divorcee who's just fucking selling all his possessions in desperation so he doesn't have to live in his car. Yeah. 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 What's this got to do with he stickers? Took, Oh, diggers. Well, this billionaire, he oh, decided yeah. that he, he wanted to... He thought, ah, I'm a billionaire. What's a fucking really mental way to um, decorate my pool room? Mm. And he paid someone to go online and gather... He's a Spurs fan, this geezer. As mm. many Tottenham Panini stickers from through the ages as possible hopefully with no doubles so unique ones right well of course still probably back. yeah and wallpapered the entire swimming pool room in the basement just with Tottenham Panini stickers fucking hell yeah Does this, did you know how much it cost him did it was that revealed no it wasn't revealed but it seemed like a lot because I think he paid the, the kid who he got to do it quite a large sum just to research just imagine to that kid, what are you doing at that moment it's fucking buying Tottenham Panini stickers online, mate, for an eccentric billionaire. Now, I can't quite start telling this story other than the fact that stickers are awesome, right? And <laughs> we just, once you get us talking about stickers, you won't stickers, stop us. And also stickers are better than cards. Cards yeah. are not the same. And not cards good. are shit because they're the same in that they're pictures, but then you can't stick them to anything. No, exactly. <laughs> I bought a load of stickers. I went on to like um, Etsy or Redbubble and just typed in. And by the way, I might can't, it's very important before I continue the story. Know that I did this this year, in the year 2022. Yes. I typed in, in a moment of idleness, onto Redbubble, simply the words, West Ham stickers, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> was it fruitful? <laughs> yeah, there was this. There was just a, a bundle of like three hundred West Ham stickers. So mm. I thought I'll have them. It was like it wasn't that much. It was like I don't know, fifteen quid. But there was like three hundred stickers or something. I don't know. So I go right. I'll have them. And I didn't really check what the stickers were. I just thought, yeah, they're West Ham stickers. I'll have them. Yeah, it's a sticker. Right. Sticker's a sticker. I'll, yeah. I'll work a sticker's a sticker, mate. It turned out, and you could tell that for licensing reasons, they couldn't actually use the word West Ham, right? Oh. The words West Ham right. on any of the stickers. So they say strange things. Like, I've got one here that just says on it, <laughs> more Hurst well. Peters. Right, that's all it says. More Hurston Peters in Claret and Blue. And there's other ones that are quite aggressive that, you know, sort of talk about Millwall and fighting. That's, that's, that, classic, that's that classic T-shirt design. Did it start off as a Beatles one? Yeah, George. Paul, George and Ringo, yeah. and then it applies to everyone. I've got one now that says, I've got one of them, a T-shirt, and it says, Martin, Anne, Howard and Hilda. And is that Coronation Street? No. Howard and Hilda. Oh, I know. Howard and Hilda. That is Howard and Hilda. Isn't that right, Martin? Yes, Howard. Oh, I know. Ever decreasing circles. Yes. I had to actually go through the voices to work it out. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, and you've got a um, uh, prefab sprout one, haven't you? I've got a prefab I've sprout one as well. And yeah. by the way, listeners, if you go onto our Red Bubble store, uh, Top Light Time Machine Red Bubble store, you will find one that says Roy and Blackie and I can't remember who the other two are, Vic and Paco, Paco. I think. Yeah. yeah. Duncan and oh, Paco, Duncan, I think, is it? Duncan not? and Paco, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't Why think we've we sold any of those them? ever. I've got one of them. Get, get on it. Um, anyway, this billionaire, I thought to myself, anyway, the West Ham stickers, I gave them to my mate, also 46 years old, and he was so delighted <laughs> and he goes around sticking them everywhere and he thinks it's just, he thinks it's like he's a father he's a responsible adult he's got a good job oh, but is he sticking he, them at lampposts and stuff like publicly l- 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 yeah publicly that's his thing he sticks them and then he takes a photo and sends it to me sometimes yeah. with just like half of his face in the picture like <laughs> hey done them again haven't I right fucking hell pubs every pub he goes into he'll slap a load and then when we were in Seville on the way to stadium, he pulled them out and mm. he started slapping them and I had to stop him actually. I said, oh, would, hang yeah. on, listen, we're abroad here. This yeah. is a beautiful city. We can't be sticking our silly West Ham stickers don't, on their lovely lampposts. Don't go sticking them on their oranges. Yeah, exactly. I, I drew the line and I thought it was not on, but he loves sticking them around in pubs. But when I heard about this billionaire in the six, I thought, fucking cunt, more money than sense this fucking sticker fucking wallpaper but then I just thought fucking hell that sounds awesome <laughs> I want to buy millions of West Ham stickers <laughs> and I want to stick them all over my fucking Vita Modular but the billionaire stickers will all be paninis and yours are just generic yeah. ones that don't actually mine are generic mine red bubble Ham. ones are shit that's why I gave them all away to my mate because yeah. I didn't I was disappointed with my haul if I'm honest mm. but um uh, I enjoyed your speech I'd, I'd, there I'd, about, about the state of this country, but having yeah. said that, then you touched upon billionaires, and yeah. the billionaires are still and always will be insulated yeah. while yeah. the poorest are getting poorer and poorer well, and poorer. A, it, No, but is, that's what this country is. It's been sold that's to those it people. Yeah. It's a rich man's playground. Yeah. There is nothing left, 
And that is why, it actually goes full circle to what we were talking about earlier. That is why morons who, who I pity because they're desperate for a sense of identity and they, they don't have one. They cling to these mad memes where they go win it for them. And they talk about Captain Tom Churchill, Diana, like a weird scattergun fucking notion of what it means to be British based entirely on sort of some like flimsy kind of pseudo iconic figures, right? Mm. Um, always from the past because mm. there's nothing in the present that they're going to feel, oh, yeah, I identify with that. Actually, there are some things you can be proud of for Britain. It's difficult, but you can see them. But everyone looks at the wrong things. They're all looking at fucking Winston Churchill, right? Or or fucking some mad old cunt walking up and down his garden until he dropped dead, the, right? The, blo- the flare up his ass at Leicester Square. <laughs> I mean, I actually do quite like that guy. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> I mean, that guy's all right. I mean, <laughs> he's deeply flawed and he's got a lot of problems. Well, his heart but, was in the right place. But his heart was in the right place. Exactly right. Like so many yeah. of the great Brits left. I mean, what have you got? you got him, Vardy, Wayne Rooney. Like, these are the guys who, they're flawed, they're troubled, they need help. Most of all, they need love. But their hearts are in the right place, they are. Andy. They are, yeah. Oh, but yeah, we, because we've been sold off and it's yeah. just a rich man's playground, people are confused and they think, no, Britain's still great. It stands for something. Well, what's it stand for? Uh, Winston Churchill and Princess Di? <laughs> something Come like that? Tom. Oh, fucking hell, mate. Show a bit more imagination. Yeah. But finally, that World Cup draw, I did actually watch it when it was on. Yeah. Inexplicably, in front of the whole world, it was hosted by Jermaine Janus. fucking worked out I mean I mean you know for what this World Cup is that doesn't reflect well on Jermaine Janus he's a company man capped five times for England former Newcastle and Tottenham utility man Jermaine Janus Uh, and he's 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 now in the pier bland as fucking let's be honest he might be a nice bloke I don't know but he's I'm sure he is bland there's a lot of blandness around in this country as well. The rise of mean, blandness is troubling to me. Maybe Jermaine Janus is the, the thing that we ought to be most proud of at this point in time. This Why country, isn't he in there? I'm going to make a meme straight after this with Southgate lifting the World Cup and behind it, a ghost <laughs> of Jermaine Janus looking over his shoulder. And I'm just going to write, in the clouds, win it for Jermaine. Brackets, Genus. I I, I put it on just as the draw bit was starting because it was on for like two hours. You know all the Mm. fucking funny on they do before it actually starts the draw itself. Mm. And I put it on as they were starting to draw the balls out. And I'm like, that's Jimmy and Janus presenting this. And at first I thought, oh, they must have a different presenter for every country. You know, like the Eurovision Song Contest, people that announce the scores. Oh, they've got like a local kind mm. of presenter for every country that's and I thought how that how can that work that can't work either side of him he's got people who are drawing the balls so unless he's like a hologram and every country's got its own hologram presenter but no <laughs> it, it wasn't like in um like, in like, the, the Star Wars prequels a lot of times the yeah. Jedi's can't get together in person because they're all so on the different planets so they get together in hologram form yeah. don't they so like Norway would be like Morton Harkett or someone like that yeah, France would be maybe the ghost of Serge Gansberg. I don't know, but I, I they, they should have got thinking of Eurovision. It would actually be a wonderful thing 
if they got Graham Norton to do the World Cup draw. Yeah, or the little Terry Morgan. That'd be, I mean, Terry Rogan's gone. He would have been the perfect, but Norton would be great. There's something fun about a guy. I don't think Graham Norton's really into football, which would make it better, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course. But no, get get Walken's ghost to do it, and then add it to the picture with Captain Sir Tom and the ghost of Jermaine. But I was gonna, yeah. So Jermaine Genius is doing the World Cup draw, and I, obviously, I'm opposed to everything that is about this World Cup. It's completely corrupt. It's disgusting. It was awarded. Yeah. I mean, I still remember. I was in a London hotel room on the afternoon that when they announced. I don't know why I'm picturing you with an upturned baking tray covered in cocaine and a prostitute. You can do that now, if you want to do. Yeah. I was I was in London for leisure reasons. Right. And it was right. the, Again, the, I'm the still TV was that. on. Yeah, yeah, the TV was on. And they right. announced on the same afternoon Russia and Qatar World Cups. That I with mean, hindsight is just the most fucking bent thing of all time. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's a it's a, a horrible World Cup. It's it's just stained by the horrible so World much. Cup. It's the horrible <laughs> World Cup. The Hello and one... welcome to the opening ceremony of the horrible World Cup. We in Qatar, we are delighted to host what promises to be the most horrible World Cup in the history of the game. <laughs> it's not even out of the fucking summer. It's many it's people die. Many, many workers died to make World Cup in the middle of fucking winter just before Christmas. You've got enough fucking expense on your plate. You can't even go out to your motherfucking fan parks in the outdoor because it's too fucking cold in your shit country. That's the only positive about it. No fan parks. No fan parks, unless they find a way of making indoor fan parks. Some hope for that, though, because the energy prices mean you can't put any heating on. Loads of electric heaters. But yeah, anyway, so Jimmy and Jane is hosting this thing and I'm I'm just like, this is a shitty, shitty World Cup. But as soon as those balls started coming out and those groups started to formulate and come oh. together, the adrenaline was absolutely pumping it through me veins. pumping. Oh God, I'm like, fucking start it now. I want it start now. It. Bring it, bring it. It's a bit annoying that Italy aren't in it. That shouldn't be yeah, allowed. That's sad. You, if you, yeah. The European, I think... The, the European I think the champions of each continent should be in it you should qualify to the World Cup something like that yeah that yeah. seems fair like they, if you're the, the champion th- of your continent of course yeah. you go into the World Cup yeah I guess so the best thing about Italy not going through was the, the fact that it enraged so many England fans because England of course lost to Italy in the Euro finals last yeah. year yeah so why are they <gasps> angry does that mean we're the Euro final winners now and then? How does it work? What a fuck! They all ran out. A lot, a lot of them just, they were so angry when they had news that they just almost instinctively, without quite knowing why, ran into the street and let fireworks off out of their bums. <laughs> it's a mark of respect in, to that fella. In, in a show of defiance and rage. Yeah. Right, that's enough. I'm going to watch a snooker. It's Sunday evening Great. when we're recording this. Uh, that's so, an um, honest sport with no deaths as far as we know ar- around it yeah no one dies to put on the fucking no one, snooker no one no one no one died to put on this championship that's been on this week in Landudno which how by the many way, people died to build that snooker arena in Landudlo uh, very few single <laughs> figures <laughs> exactly. by, no, which, by the way, what more can you ask the, for? The, the scenery they've been shown looks delightful, and I'm well up for a few days in London oh. next year 
for this tournament. I've just, been, been, in, I've just tournament. been in Wales, although it was only Cardiff, which is not like scenic, but is a beautiful city. And I went Cardiff. back to um, Spillers Records, oh, where yeah. you and I visited a few years ago when we, we played a show we in Cardiff. Yeah, I went back there. The and, world's uh, oldest record shop. Yeah. I went back, it's just the same. Not much more to report other than I looked around at some records, which I didn't buy and then left. Yeah. But it's nice to be there. Good. Okay, that's it from this one. We'll be back throughout the week with all the usual shit. Um, thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,